Ottinger joining us on the phone lines. Good morning, Jones. How are you, man? Rob, I'm doing great. Good to be with you. And, uh, man, right on the cusp of the football season. Excited to get started tomorrow night in Charlotte, Carolina, and South Carolina. And uh, what a way to get going with uh, two teams that yeah, I feel like uh, they both feel like that they can have quality seasons. Um, they both feel like they did some good things a year ago, but but still have some areas to improve on. And uh, they're both going to get an opportunity to see where they stand here early in the year. So uh, always a fun time of year and, and excited to get moving tomorrow night. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, game being played at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte tomorrow night. ESPN College Game Day is going to be there tomorrow morning. Tar Heels starting the season ranked 21st in the country. What are your early expectations going into tomorrow night's game? Well, it's always hard, Rob, to answer that, that that question, I think, this early in the season because you just don't know. And you don't know because they don't play preseason games in college football. You don't know because there's so much movement um, now uh, in the off season, where every team is going to have uh, several players both exit and enter with uh, the transfer portal and its proclivity now in college football. And so um, it's hard to get a great feel. But here's what you do know about the Tar Heels. You know that they have one of the better quarterbacks in the country in Drake May, somebody who gives them a chance to win every single time they kick off. And, and that's, a, that's a comforting feeling. That's an exciting feeling to know that you have somebody at that position who at least is going to give you a chance. Uh, for the Tar Heels, the, the things that need to improve for them to have the best chance is they've got to get better up front on the offensive side. That that offensive line has not been bad in, in any stretch, but Carolina wants to run the football better. They, they need to keep Drake May uh, cleaner in the pocket, and, and that comes down to that offensive line up front um, and how the Tar Heels are able to handle things there. And then defensively, Rob, Carolina just, just hasn't been as good as it needs to be to be as good as a team as it wants to be. Mac Brown has talked a lot in this preseason about going from good to great. And Carolina's been good. You know, ever since Mac Brown returned, Carolina has been a good football team. But they have not been able to take that next step to great. And a big part of that is the defense has not been able to to play at the highest level consistently enough for Carolina to reach that. And so uh, the, the defense has to be better. Uh, they need to be more disruptive. Rob is the term that I've really mm. used a lot here in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Carolina played 14 games last year, including the ACC championship game, a bowl game. They had 17 sacks as a team in the entire year, 14 games. Yeah. Um, that, that's not disruptive enough. They, they had 51 tackles for loss in 14 games. That, that's not disruptive enough. It's too easy to play offense now with schemes and the talent of players and the, the rules the way they are. It's too easy to play offense if the defense is not going to disrupt you in some way. And so um, Carolina's got to be better in that way on the defensive side. Especially when you play in a conference like the ACC. Everyone obviously knows Clemson's usually always there right at the top. Uh, and, and so, But you mentioned Drake May uh, gives Carolina a, a chance in just about every single game. And I, I want to ask you about Drake uh, Jones, ACC freshman of the year last year, back for his sophomore season. Uh, he's on a bunch of the preseason award watch list. Lots of media members saying he's the best QB in the conference. And I remember thinking last year when I was watching Carolina games, that he doesn't seem like a freshman. He's so focused. He's so dialed in. Uh, what were your thoughts as you covered the Tar Heels last year as they went through the season and, and watching Drake May just tear it up as a freshman? 
Yeah, I think that was always one of the most uh, impressive parts about Drake is that he was the least impressed person with what he was doing. It, 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 to him, was just very normal. And, And so, Rob, you know, you can measure Drake May's season a year ago in a lot of different ways. I mean, there, there's the pure statistical uh, measurements of you know, nearly 40 touchdowns and just seven interceptions. He was Carolina's leading rusher, although I don't think the Tar Heels would, would like that. <laughs> but yeah. he was able to run and, and really effectively use his legs. And he threw for more than 4,000 yards. I mean, it's terrific, terrific, terrific stats. Um, he was ACC first team. He was ACC Offensive Rookie of the Year. He was ACC Rookie of the Year. He was ACC Offensive Player of the Year, and he was the overall ACC Player of the Year. He, he's only the second freshman ever to achieve all those awards. The other was Jameis Winston from Florida State. So, and, and you look and you say, oh, he had the third most of this and the fifth most of this in ACC history. So all those things you can measure it and say, man, he had a great year. But I think also when you just watched him, and, and if, you, if you're around athletics enough, or if you're just a football fan, you know when somebody's got it, right? And, and Drake yeah. may got it. And you just you could tell by watching him that he was a dude, <laughs> that he could yeah. go out there and he um, was never flustered by the situation. That doesn't mean he didn't make mistakes. Everybody's going to. But he didn't get flustered by the situation. The moment wasn't too big for him. He wasn't scared to have the ball in his hands when it mattered most. And he was going to go out there and do everything he could do to help his team try and win the game. And and when you have somebody who has that level of commitment, who has that level of work ethic, who has that level of leadership, who's also 6'4 and can run really fast and can make all the throws, um, man, you've got a a heck of a player. And and that's who Carolina had straight back talking with jones angel unc football play-by-play broadcaster with us here on the wptf morning show we got a couple minutes left jones uh, we just got some breaking news about 15 minutes ago espn reporting that the acc has voted to bring in cal stanford and smu uh, that would bring the conference to 18 schools total i just wanted to get your initial reaction to that <laughs> uh <laughs> i i just i uh, uh, not a move that, that I thought made a lot of sense. And, and there's a, so many different layers to why this happened and, and why those votes were cast. Uh, it, it is my belief. I don't have 100% confirmation. It's my belief that, that Carolina did voted against this, um, that they would have been one of the three schools that voted against making this move. Um, again, that's not, that's not 100% confirmed. That's just my belief. Um, it, and it comes down to this. Look, Stanford and Cal are terrific academic institutions. SMU um, is uh, brings you a, a, an intriguing market down there in Dallas and are coming at an extraordinarily uh, reduced cost, it appears. And so in the short term, uh, this seems to be a positive for the league if the only thing you're looking at is the money. Um, I, I think there's just so many more common sense things about this that don't make a lot of sense, most notably the fact that it would be hard to find two schools that are geographically farther away from the ACC on the continental United States than California and Stanford. And so many times when people think about these type of moves, they are thinking about football and basketball. And look, is it the worst thing in the world for a football team to charter to California and play a game? No, it isn't. But there's so many more layers to that. How's a volleyball team 
uh, going to get there in the middle of the week when they're flying commercial. Right. Um, and right. then we also ex- expect them to be student athletes who are going to be a class, and then we complain when they're not doing uh, that the way that we want to. It's, it, it is, uh, it's a move that was made uh, because the landscape forced the hand of some of the teams in the conference. Um, I don't think it's the best uh, decision, but I wasn't in there making a choice. Jones Angel, play-by-play broadcaster for UNC football with us here on the WPTF Morning Show. Jones, thanks so much. We're looking forward to having these uh, Friday morning conversations with you before every game. And again, uh, you can check out the Tar Heels, their season opener against South Carolina. You can listen to Jones and the rest of the crew right here on WPTF uh, tomorrow night. Thanks so much, Jones. Appreciate it. Rob, great talking with you. Look forward to doing so all season long.